Hi, my name is Stephanie Wiscott, homeschool mama of three and homesteader of the Natura Chick Homestead, and I am joined by my daughter, Riley. And we are bringing you the ups and downs um, of homeschooling on the homestead with families like yours. Hello friends, this is Stephanie Wiscott from Natura Chicks Homestead, and today I'm gonna attempt to um, talk to you about how to keep going with homeschooling on the homestead. I know you see the highlight reel all the time and it looks beautiful and it really is, but there are some ups and downs. So I'm outside right now in the jungle of my tomatoes and my flower plants right now. We are outside, you'll probably hear the sheep, maybe the ducks and the dogs walking all around. Um, I've had this on my heart for a little bit because a lot of people, especially at the end of the season, they've seen how much we've done. They see the animals, they see all the flowers, and I've been making a lot of tomato sauce and doing all of the things. And the comment always comes, I don't know how you do it all. Um, you know, you have so much going on, blah, blah, blah. And it is, I do. I have a lot going on and it's wonderful. And I posted on Instagram and on YouTube, all the wonderful things that we're doing to encourage others that homeschooling on the homestead is wonderful. But I felt in my heart that I needed to talk to you about the hard things because it's not beautiful and perfect all the time. Um, I wanna remind you that Instagram is the highlight reel. So I wanted to talk to you today about how to get through kind of the hard stuff things that are always going on when you need to continue. I mean, my tomatoes are red here and I've got sauce going and I got to try to get them all done before the season's over. Fall's starting to show up here. So why? I think that's where we need to start is why we chose to homeschool on the homestead. For me personally, never thought I would ever. I never grew up with animals except a dog. I went to traditional Catholic school. So I had no idea even homeschooling was a thing until I became a public school teacher. And then I heard some things about it and I said, no way. I went through a Catholic school. Like I said, we didn't have a lot of technology. I always felt like we were behind the public schools. So when I became a public school teacher, I thought, no way. Like, why would I ever, um, not have my children go through this, have all this wonderful technology, all these wonderful resources. No, homeschooling would never be for me. Well, God laughs when we say things like that because he has a plan and his plan is for good. He called me when I was moved after Hunter into kindergarten. I, it was just a terrible year he, and he put it on my heart, homeschooling. So I started going down the rabbit hole, researching what it was all about. And it really started to um, just resonate with me. I thought this might be something kind of cool. And then after a year of kindergarten, God bless you kindergarten teachers. That was hard. That was a really, really hard year for me. I just wanted to hug the children and just read them stories, but there's demands in the public school that you have to do these certain things in kindergarten at such a young age. So I struggled really hard with that. And when I decided to homeschool in my heart, my husband said, no, so I had to really overcome uh, my desires for his desires uh, for our family. And luckily, the next year I quit teaching. We sent my oldest to public school and my husband started to see 
how my other two were reacting to being home with me and eventually he agrees. So the why, because there's days that I think the yellow school bus looks really, really great and I want to sell all my animals and just maybe get a school bus and just travel and not be a part of any of this because there are days that are really hard. Like right now, I think there might be poop on my hands <laughs> from doing the ducks. They're disgusting and you have to filter out their water once a week and their little pond in the house and there's just some days that are really, really challenging. I can't get grass to grow. There, there's so many things. So how do I sustain this and how do I continue on doing things is you write down your whys. And when you're having hard days, you have to go back to them and you have to look at them. Most importantly, I recommend spending time with the Lord and acknowledging why he called you to such a position. So why do I homeschool on the homestead? One reason is if anybody's gonna mess up my kids, it's gonna be me. So that's one thing. I do believe that God gifted me with, well, he gave me my children, but he also gave me the ability to teach them. And I don't mean that just for me, I mean that for you as well, because you taught them to talk, you taught them to walk, so now you just have to teach them other things. And if you're not capable of teaching geometry to your children, then there's other resources. I also, the reason why I do it, I have an amazing community. Now we didn't have a community when I started homeschooling. So I created a home uh, community. We started with one of my good, good friends, Sarah. We started Deeply Rooted Learning, Deeply Rooted Learning Center. And there we started gathering like-minded women and their children and started just for free, teaching classes, getting out in nature. We would get together for our classes. I would teach a class, Sarah would teach a class, another mom would teach a class. We created this community. Fortunate enough, that community has grown significantly since COVID, and now we have a full-on learning center, which is amazing. So why do I do it? Also, I have this amazing community that can support me. When there are days that I just wanna quit everything, I go to them and I talk to them and I, spill out my worries and my fears of what's going on in the homeschool world and they build me up. They come again with me in prayer or they just tell me the things that I have done good because the enemy likes to talk. He likes to come up in your ear and tell you you're not worthy, you can't do this, you're messing up your kids, but that's not true. The truth is you are a child of God and he created you for a time such as this. So you are fully capable. So get a community. That's a why I have an amazing community. And that's also on the homestead front too. A lot of my um, homesteading friends, I can go to them and we can talk about crazy things. I have a wonderful woman named Tiffany who was on the podcast, Tiffany Dunn. And we chit chat all the time. I mean, we just butchered a pig together and uh, rendered down the lard. It's like, who does that? <laughs> but I have this great community that I can talk to about wacky things like that which don't seem so wacky to us but to the world today that's not really something people are doing but i can come to them and we talk again why do we do this um and the other reason we do this is tiffany has gone down the rabbit hole significantly and knows all of the companies who they're owned by why we shouldn't buy those companies so she'll scare me a little bit in that but that fear brings me to motivation I want my chickens because I know where they're coming from. I know I can see them on the grass. I'm feeding them good feed. They have nice tall grass, fresh water every single day. And I know that those birds are going to 
feed our bodies uh, in a really great way without the chemicals and everything else. The vegetables, I know that they're not sprayed. I know that I poured love over them and they have grown in this beautiful soil that my chickens pooped in all in previous years. So I know where my food's coming from. That's my why, even though I don't feel like making another batch of tomato sauce, but I know if I don't, then I won't have enough to go for the whole year. So these whys are really important. And I don't recommend you writing down the whys when you're frustrated. You need to write them down when you are having a good day. Um, and that way, when you're having those hard days, you can go back and look at those whys. So I do have Riley here. She's hiding in the background. I wanna get her whys too. Can you come here, honey? Okay. Okay. So we always talk about the kids and every single time they have told us how wonderful homeschooling on the homestead is and it's always positive, which is, it is wonderful. Um, Lily, move her, honey. The dog's gonna kick the camera. But not all days are perfect, are they? No. No, overall they're really, really great. Yeah. But there are some days that are really, really hard. Yeah, like when we kick and the sheep pregnant and stuff. Yeah, that I didn't even think of that. We tried to get the sheep pregnant last year and that was not successful. So we're hoping again this year that uh, we can get a ram in there to really do his job. Um, what else is hard sometimes? Um, two dogs. Two. Having two dogs, if you don't have the time to train them, I don't recommend it. That's probably the hardest thing on this homestead is this little pup here. Which is good too. She's a good dog, yes but she's not trained because we didn't really have the time. We got her at a time that it was just summer getting ready and life got busy. And she got pushed to the wayside just in hopes that the other one would train her. Um, I, the, one of the hardest, one of the hardest things he, um, here I hate like, like when animals die. Like that's gotta be the hardest thing, especially when they're one of our beloved ones. Like when the sheep dies and like when the chickens and ducks die, it really, that's a hard day. Yeah, that's a good point too. That's really hard. But speaking on the, that's negative. I love the fact that my children and I get to have these conversations. They have learned a lot because of death. We've had conversations with them, the life cycle of animals and how God created the earth and how everything works together. Um, the whole life cycle. My children know a lot of mm -hmm. things, mating, uh, reproduction. Those are conversations we had at a very young age because they see it. We have males and females here on the farm, on the homestead. So we've had conversations that most children wouldn't have, but in such a loving, respectful way of how God created reproduction to be. And it, it's just beautiful. How about your books? What books? Oh. Like your lessons. Is that always wonderful? No, there's a lot of days that we just have to take a break and go take a walk. Like on the farm, like that helps too. I like doing that. But yeah, not all the time. It's like, woohoo, we did a great day of lessons. Sometimes it's like, okay, go outside, talk to the animals. You need a break. That's what it's like 95% of the time. Yeah. Now my children, are the typical oldest, middle, and youngest child. Mm -hmm. Super motivated, 
Lily's more, let's get things done so I can go outside and play. Hunter's just, I ain't doing it. I mean, very, just that, uh, what is that? How do you say that? Just that, can't think of the word, that typical oldest middle three child um, scenario. So Hunter, a lot of times, just doesn't want to do anything. And then this one gets frustrated because he's making such a ruckus in the classroom or the, the learning room, we call it. Um, so that's hard some days too. And me being a planner, I'll plan these beautiful lessons and I get so excited to teach the kids. And then if it just flops, that's hard. It's really hard for me because I'm like, I just put time into this. You guys don't care about me. And it's hard. It's really, really hard when those days happen. But then you have these other days where you just let it flow and you read stories on the couch together for a while and then you're outside playing. Um, so overall, it's worth it. And though you're going to have those bad days. But we get through the bad days, right? Yep. Would you honestly trade homeschooling on the homestead? No, I love it. Like even on those bad days when we're like, why? Why do we have these animals? I'm still like, no, I love these animals. That's why we keep them. And it's just, no, I wouldn't trade anything for it. Not even a million dollars. It's amazing. Not even a million dollars? No. <laughs> so I just felt very moved today to talk to you, to put out this episode, to show you that all the women we're talking to share the same concerns, all the children share the same concerns and we're trying to be as real as honest about the ups and downs of homeschooling but as you're approaching the new school year you may already have started uh, lessons you may just be getting here in New Jersey a lot of people don't go back to school until after Labor Day I want to encourage you that you are made for such a time as this when things get hard refer back to your list your whys. Write them down exactly why you are homeschooling on the homestead. And remember that God is with you always. And you sometimes need to just lock yourself in your room, take a time out and pray and talk to him for his comfort. He tells us all the time that his burden is light. So you are to give your burdens to him. You can do this mama. You can do this kiddos. Homeschooling is worth it because you're, you'll never get this time back. They're 18, by the time they're 18, they're ready to move out a lot of times. That's not a long time of life to train them up in the way that they need to go. So I pray for you. I thank you for being a part of homeschooling on the homestead. And just remember, you got this kiddos. You got this mama. Have a blessed day.